entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? Like many of us, I'm sure you're feeling it. Business is hard. And now more than ever, you need to have a plan to help your business not just survive, but thrive. And it can happen as simply with thinking with the end in mind. I'm Marcia Reiner. I'm a business growth strategist, and I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees increased profitability, guides your growth, and plans for your future exit. Because a business worth selling is also a business worth owning. And I want to share strategies that I've earned and learned with you on Profit with a Plan podcast. But before we get started, I've put together an insightful and think outside the box masterclass. This brief 20-minute training has been specifically designed to help you learn how to grow your business five times or even 10 times the revenue and the value of your firm so that you're in a great position to sell it someday on your terms. Go register for free at 10xyourfirm.com. All right. Well, I'm super excited to have my guest on today, Aaron Weike. He is the co-founder and CEO of Leadferno. It's a text messaging platform for businesses to close more leads faster, right? Who doesn't want that? Aaron is an entrepreneur uh, founding and leading multiple companies and digital markets, marketing agencies over the past 20 years. Prior to Leadferno, he was the CEO of GatherUp. A growing and growing it to over 25,000 businesses and appearing in the Inc. 5000. Aaron led GatherUp to an acquisition in 2019. He helped found, um, it looks like MN Search Association, which is Minnesota, where he's from, and is a, a faculty partner at a local university. He speaks internationally on digital marketing, customer experience, conversion, and messaging. So excited, Aaron, to have you on the show. Welcome to Profit with a Plan. Marcia, thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Okay, so we um, we started this conversation on our pre-call together talking about meeting customers where they are currently. And everybody knows texting is probably the most comfortable way to communicate with people. I hardly talk to my kids anymore because all they want to do is text. So how does a business owner really truly implement texting into their business? Yeah, great place to start. And uh, not only is it opinion, we've actually conducted studies to firm it up with, with data. Um, our survey was yeah, just within the last month or so. And in surveying 2000 US consumers, Text messaging by far and away was the number one way that they like to communicate in their life, personal and professional. So we've seen this channel eclipse everything else, emails, phone calls, um, and, and even messaging apps like Facebook uh, Messenger and WhatsApp because of its convenience, right? It's the easiest way for us to interact. We get a notification when we get a message. Uh, our text message inbox isn't bogged down with all kinds of spam and everything we've signed up for over the years. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, it's it's very asynchronous. Um, so yeah, all of those things lead to it to be like, this is the easiest way for us to communicate personally. So as we look and we transition that to business, right? One of my golden uh, principles of business is be easy to work with. So when you're going to be easy to work with, exactly how you stated it, meeting your customers where you're at, 
you need to offer text messaging as one of your communication channels. No different than you wouldn't go into business now without a phone line and without email. Like it or not, text messaging is that next line of communication you should be offering to your prospects and to your customers. You know, that that is really valuable um, because it's it's simple, right? It's not a long drawn out. It's a confirmation of maybe your appointment time or other things. But, you know, texting, you sometimes you don't even have full sentences in there uh, and you have abbreviations or you have little things. It's a very casual communication style. Can we take our business casual or do we stay professional in our communications on texting? I would say err more towards the side of business. Maybe the, uh, you know, classic, we don't talk about uh, office wardrobe much anymore with uh, more people going remote, but like business casual, right? Okay, uh, got it. The, the beauty, uh, I think, is it allows us to get more to the point, right? Typing out long text messages where it's blocks upon blocks of text really doesn't work. So in some ways, the channel kind of removes the fluff, which I think is, again, why we prefer it personally. Um, so having that same interaction, uh, but I do, I've written like uh, helpful do's and don'ts uh, type blog articles on our blog. And it is one of the things, try to avoid acronyms um, and things like that when not needed. If it helps add or provides you know context or emotion to the com communication, totally fine. Um, but you still want to adhere to business side of try not to misspell, try to keep your grammar <laughs> intact, give a good, strong explanation and, and clarity to, to what you're communicating. I, I love the concept that, that, you know, text is almost like a Twitter. So many characters is, is acceptable. Long drawn out is not. And here we're, we're still stuck in that environment of, oh, let me tell you my life journey or let me pull out this long email for you that nobody's got to read. But if you keep it and you're very succinct in your messaging in text, then you can get to the point and move on. And I think back to the customer alignment, that's what they want. They want clear, direct, without being rude. Is my like I'll text something to my daughter and she's like, You're rude. I'm like, I'm not rude, I'm direct. I'm to the point, I'm moving on. <laughs> but no. I think we can be very, very helpful for our customers to be able to be very, very clear and distinct. Absolutely. And, and I think it plays into the business side efficiency as well. Um, I'm really surprised. So uh one of the elements, and we can talk about this more, one of the goals of ours is to convert website visitors into text conversations. So mm. we add a widget to the website and a couple of floating call to action buttons that let them know, hey, you can text us, right? Very similar to what you'd see for like live chat buttons on a website. Instead of live chat, we're using SMS and text messaging because we find out it's really preferred all, all across the board. Um, but what's really interesting with that for the businesses We've worked with a number of businesses that once they add our service and they add those buttons, they ask us, can you help us remove the phone number from the header of our website? We'd like to channel more communication into text because we don't end up on five, 10, 15 minute phone calls. We're able to more efficiently help people. Things are more to the point. Um, it's just better for our operations side. Uh, I, I think the last time I saw a stat on average, um, someone in your business could handle six to eight text conversations in the same time they're handling one inbound phone call. So mm. when you look at that efficiency and time savings, you can see why businesses want to make that move. Now, 
I definitely say I would still, I've had one that's like, take my phone number off of everything on my website. And I'm like, still maybe in the footer if someone really wants it. Like, I think you still want to, you know, again, be easy to work with. If they really want to call you, let them. Um, But it is, it's really interesting once some get into it and they really explore it. And that same personal efficiency of communicating by text, they're like, okay, this is a win. It's not tying me up as much. I'm able to do more of my billable work organizational things and still help people very efficiently and make them happy. Love it. And that was my next question is what are the, what are the applications for this that you're seeing in the industry right now that are very attractive and can speed up the, 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 the client, you know, interaction and better yet the lead generation. Yeah. So I think the first thing I want to point out is a big misconception when we hear about text marketing and texting for business just about everybody's mind goes to the probably the first and most prevalent use, and that's text blast, right? Where ah. a business is sending out to all of their customers. Um, and the trouble with this, for some industries, very select few, this does work well. E-commerce being one of them, if you're a big brand affiliate and you get a percentage off a big sale or release of a limited edition product, this can be very helpful. For the vast majority of small businesses, it can actually hurt you more because whatever you dangle in front of them to sign up, you're likely not delivering that value in that offer you're giving them weekly, monthly, quarterly. Um, So I would say the biggest thing is change your mind from looking this as like a a newsletter blast or an offer blast and look at it as that two-way channel, communication back and forth. So when we look at it- Thank you. I get get a blast from a, a med spa on a weekly basis. Oh, we're offering X this week. Oh, we're offering X this week. And I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I would rather, I would, I agree. I think the text blast doesn't, it's not as attractive yeah. um, if it's a, frequent and, and so on. So yeah, a business really has to know what they're doing with both the value prop and the timing to get it right. So it's not saying mm. it can't work, But man, most small businesses already miss on this so much, right? They can't even do a regular newsletter. Their newsletter over email open rate is so low that it's like people aren't excited to hear from you when your open rate is 8% or 10%. Um, So yeah, looking at that two-way combination, that first application like I was talking about is make it easy for prospects to ask questions. So when you come to a website, instead of having to fill out a contact form or a free request form, Or these days, make a phone call where, will I get a call tree? Do I know what button to push? I have to leave a voicemail. Or or I have to feel like that's a huge commitment to make a phone call. Yes. I mean, that's a really big commitment for someone to pick up the phone and go, hi, because they know it's going to be a hard sale and and icky. Um, Where texting is easier, where they can just ask a question. Absolutely. We see it as that lowest barrier to entry to start working with a business. So when you make asking a few questions easy um, to help them fill in the blanks from stuff your content didn't answer, or they have a specific issue, or they're just trying to get some, you know, build general trust a little further, like that is such a great way to get a prospect underway, build a relationship and a connection, and then get them into your sales process. Um, I point out to people all the time, just because the conversation starts in text, doesn't mean you have to take your business entirely to text and every communication is that way. We have plenty of clients, they answer a few questions. They're like, great, can we book a meeting? Can we have an appointment to come see you? 
Can we jump on a call real quick so we can finalize the details? Can I email you this info? Can I send you a link so you can fill this out? So your business process can take over, but using texting to get the conversation started is definitely one of our main objectives. Um, As you go on in the business process, wow, are there so many great touch points that you can use text messaging for? Because again, it's so non-invasive and it's just there for the customer when they want info. So think about taking your car in for repairs. Um, You bring it in and there might be three, five, six different steps where they point stuff out, ask for approval, um, keep you updated on timing. If all of those were phone calls, you'd be like, oh, the auto shop's calling me again, right? And you have to step out of a meeting, you have to stop what you're doing, like all these different things. But if they're just sending these updates via text message, they feel like, oh, this is awesome. I have clarity on what's going on. I can approve or ask questions. If I need to call them, I can. Uh, I have an understanding on when things are going to wrap up. So it just adds to a fabulous customer experience. And I see businesses across the board with all kinds of these opportunities uh, to be able to do this when they look at their process and say, where can we provide little touch points, be leading communication and setting great expectation. And that's what leads to people writing five-star reviews, which is another great use of texting after the fact, asking for feedback. How did we do? Would you be willing to write us a Google review or a Facebook recommendation? Uh, all of those are, are great uses of text messaging. Love it. So many, so many ideas. And and the traditional, add, add to that, the traditional appointment confirmation. And here's your next uh, booking meeting. And here's how you can do this. So it's it's a nice way to communicate with your clients on a very casual, non-invasive manner. That's why I love it, you know? Um, so when we talk about texting though, do we have to, I mean, are we, am I using my phone, my cell phone and, and, or one of my employees' cell phones? How are we communicating with them? What lines? Yeah, great question. And there's some uh, great little thought nuggets to point out in this, right? So um, wh- what I recommend is someone using a business texting platform like Leadferno, um, because of some security benefits, some efficiency benefits that go along with it. So one, I'd seek out a solution that offers both a desktop app that you can just log into through any web browser securely um, and has mobile app as well. That way you can decide to work the way that that you want to work with it. I love having the desktop app because being able to type out text messages in a full <laughs> keyboard, super awesome, super helpful, right? Um, But then having it on your phone when you want to reply to something quick and you're doing something else, um, extending your time that you can easily respond to someone, all of those are helpful. Some of the efficiencies that you get is these platforms build in, um, you know, some great power, you know, power user tools. So like one that we have is called Shortcuts. It allows you to build a library of like saved replies. So these could be common questions you ask in your sales process, common answers our hours, uh, a review request, and here's the link to Google. Um, So instead of typing out 100, 200 plus characters, you already have these on tap and have labeled them and can do a quick search and grab that from your phone or your desktop and throw it into the conversation, saving you all kinds of time. Um, And it's great too when you have multiple employees on this because now you can create like a team library and they have access and it's written the way you want and it's factual information that people might not typo or mistype or do any of those things with. So a lot of a lot of great efficiencies that way. 
and some control on the messaging that goes out. Yes. So it's not like what Marcia is going to say or, or what Aaron's going to say. It's what the company wants it to be said like. Absolutely. And then on nice. top of that, we also allow a personal shortcut so that user can set up their own. So depending upon your position, the duties you carry out, where you sit in the business process, you have things that someone else might ha not handle, right? You're in sales, someone else is in service. They're going to have some of their own answers, links, things like that, that they provide customers. So they can still tailor down from what brand messaging and company standards might be and create their own to create personal efficiency with what's there. And then you have Love all it. kinds of things like, auto replies. So every time a brand new lead comes in, that's not an open conversation, they automatically get a reply based on business hours. Is it during hours? And here's when we're going to respond. Is it 2 a.m.? Well, well, we'll automatically tell them we're not, we're not open until nine. And that's when we'll respond. Love it. Love it. So, love yeah. It. Setting those expectations, scheduling messages into the future, being able to transfer full conversations from one employee to another. So you get into something and you'd be like, oh, you know what? Jill on our team is a much better fit to help you out. I'm going to connect you with her. She's going to text you back from the same number. Then on your side, Jill gets the full conversation, sees everything you've talked about with the customer, and she can jump right in to, to help that customer. So th okay. those are just some of the advantages. And then the security side, just as you pointed out, you can download that app and put it on your phone and they're not text messaging through their phone, right? Like not the, I, I've known so many businesses where their salesperson leaves and all of their contacts are on their phone and the communications all on their phone with this, it all resides in your business app, like Leadferno, and you're turning access on and off um, through their user account. So you keep everything centralized. You can sync it up to your CRM or other marketing software. So it's syncing contacts and conversations. So, there's just so many wins ac across the board. You definitely want to seek out a tool that offers you these security and efficiency features um, that protect your business and give you the tools to really um, thrive with it. Love it. Love it. You know, I, it, and this is the whole purpose of this kind of communication is to meet your clients where they are or your prospects where they are in the, in the natural communication channel that they want. And I think that this is this is a fantastic tool and ways to add, not convert, like you said, get rid of your tel your telephone number, but to add opportunity for those that feel comfortable communicating in that manner. I like it. Um, all right, so we know that things evolve and and opportunities come in, and if we're going to compare this good or bad to like messaging quote bots you know, that, that will automatically reply to those messages. Can we set up, you mentioned simple automations of things that go on, but there's still a human going, send that message, send that message, correct? Correct. Yeah, so you're and controlling the conversation and absolutely. making it personal, not some random bot that says, oh, it's thank you for Christmas time <laughs> and it's July. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll try not to get too high up on my soapbox here because you definitely have... <laughs> touched on something I feel strongly about. Um, okay. We we elaborate a lot about like uh, SMS and, you know, what we call this, so this web to text, right? You're turning a web visitor into a text conversation versus a business that might choose live chat. Um, now, just as we talked about mass texting, yes, for some businesses, it has a great place and a great use and can be productive for the majority of small businesses, likely not. I feel the same way about live chat. 
Um, and the easiest way to sum it up at a high level, and then I'll, I'll give some different elements that back this up, is texting is a connection and live chat is just a session. And when you care about the long-term growth of your business and a relationship with your customer, you want that connection all day long. So consider any of us, when we come into a site and there's a live chat, how many times have we had the experience? We click on it and then it's we're in a queue. Uh, we're maybe told live chats offline, just give us your email. Well, I clicked on live chat because I don't want to email you. Like what? Now right. you're forcing me to regress to a form of communication I don't prefer. So that goes against that customer choice that you pointed out is, is definitely a big deal. Um, you get into chat bots that are just, you know, underserved, uh, not sophisticated enough. I've been on ones where they answer one question and then they end the chat all by themselves. I'm like, really? The, a one question limit? Like, I, I literally have a folder on my desktop called bad chat experiences. I screenshot these and then I use them in presentations. And, you know, I find people, I finally got to give a, a conference presentation in person last week after three years, which was great. Wow. And, uh, to see people nod their heads and laugh and right? be like, yes, I've also had these horrible chat experiences. So when you compare that to, you know, SMS and filling this out, and then you get an instant auto reply and an expectation set on when they're going to get back to you and they're communicating through the app, you know how to use the best on your phone because it's likely the app you use the most on your phone. You're not trying to teach your customer how to use every different live chat window. The consumer fills it out and then they can go do whatever they need to do. Live chat, you're stuck in that window. How many of us have like started a live chat, then we go to another tab, do other things, we come back and it's like, oh, it's I was here. Out. Yeah, I, I was here, but out. you weren't. Yeah. So now oh you have to start God. all over, right? Like text has none, none of those things. Um, and lastly, just to give some statistical, we ran uh, research on consumer expectations of reply times. And we overwhelmingly found that the leading time frame for consumers saying it's acceptable for a reply over text messaging is a same day reply. Over 50% said, if you get to me same day, that's totally acceptable to me. For live chat, that same over 50% was within minutes. So right. again, when you consider the stress on a business, the amount of people they can throw at things, you're looking at one expectation to delight that customer is within seconds to minutes. The other one gives you hours to half to a full day to be able to delight that customer. So why set yourself up for such a tight parameter to disappoint them? Because once you sit on a live chat for three to five minutes, your frustration or disappointment is already there. When you send off a text and then you can go pick up your kids, go to the store, go to the meeting you need to, do whatever you need to, and you're not held prisoner to this live chat Ooh. window, you're just fine. And then you're happy when you hear back from them, as long as the business is respecting some type of, as we saw, a very loose time parameter. So to me, those are just really, really big um, reasons why for the majority of small businesses, text is just so much better. And then now you have this phone number. With live chat, you can never, you can't reach out to that customer again, unless you get other pieces of information from them. That's With text- true. They've already said, I like this channel. Answer my questions through here. And now if you need to reach back out again for a follow-up question, an appointment reminder, any of those things, you have that channel to do so many other things where live chat can't do any of those for you. So again, I, I probably got a little too high up on the soapbox bear, Not but there's so all. many reasons. <laughs> Not at all. It was actually very refreshing to hear that you've seen the problems that we all see. And I think the thing that ticks me off the most about live chat is you go on and it's a bot. And it's like, no, I want a person. You said live chat, not bot chat. 
And so I want a person to answer a specific question. And, and, you know, it, it is, it has been very frustrating and, and I'm the typical one that's, that puts it in there and goes off somewhere and then they disconnect me. And I'm like, what? It didn't even ding me, you know, to tell me it's still there. Or what is that flashing light? I forgot the conversation because it's been forever. So I, I love the idea of adding just one more piece of, technology improvements, um, stepping up your game and serving the client the way they want to be served and communicating. It's the start. It's not the forever, but yep. it's, it's, it's one more piece that can welcome the client into a conversation that is not going to be that horrific pick up the phone dial. I have to talk to somebody kind of attitude that so many in the world have gotten away from. Um, someone said, um, I can't remember where I saw it, but someone said the worst call to action you can ever give on your website or in any of your marketing is book a call <laughs> because nobody wants to pick up the phone and call because they haven't, you haven't broken that trust barrier. But because it is so comfortable and easy to just type out a quick text message, you don't even think about the ickiness with it or the chance that you're giving your valid primary, you know, email address in exchange for something, you just do it automatically. And so I think those barriers come down and open up an opportunity, as you said, to start a conversation. Yeah. Well, Marcia, I think your point of like, what it really comes down to is the power of choice for the consumer is is so valuable, right? Like let's think to the evolutions we've seen in the payment industry. It's a reason why a business on their door has all the credit card stickers and Apple Pay and Google Pay, crypto. Watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> how, however you want to do money? it, right? Yeah. We've we've arrived at like offer a bunch of options and the consumer will choose what's best for them. And it might be the tipping point over them making a purchase that day. And the same comes down to communication. So I, I do always like to point out again, um, with our first goal at Leadferno being conversion, when you click on our buttons, you can add other calls to actions in there. So text is one of the buttons you can hit, but you can also click to call. You could also, if you are somebody that does want to book an appointment, you could link your Calendly to it. Or if you have booking software, you could link to buy a gift card. You could link to sign up for our newsletter. So we really look at it. We're placing these two floating buttons on every page of your website to make conversion and the next step easy, which most small business websites really fail at. They're not always great at saying, here's the next step. Here's how to work with us. You know, we, we've seen the contact page be the conversion point for 20 years now on a website. So as we put it, let's turn every page into a contact page, no matter where you're reading, where you have enough trust, where you've decided to take a next step, let them take it and then put these options in there for them to take that next step. And it it really turns out to being like anything that you can link to. So you can cover all of those conversion options. Again, at the end of the day, um, our phrase is we want to help you turn lurkers to leads. So whatever helps that customer identify themselves, phone call, email, fill out a form, send a text message, buy something, locate a dealer, don't get in their way, make it super easy and let them convert. Lurkers to leads. Love it. <laughs> All right, Aaron, you have given us so many ideas on how we can evolve our business and really meet that customer where, where they are. Where can listeners find out more about you and Lead for Now? 
Yeah. Uh, visiting leadferno.com is obviously a, a great first step. You'll notice in the lower right, we have a call to action. You can text with us or you could book a demo, either one. Happy to answer questions. Um, but I do just uh, tell people, if you're interested in this at all, go to our blog. We have 30 some posts. We have research. We have studies. We outline how to use features. We show all kinds of example texts on how you'd use business reminders and proactive texts and sales texts, um, specific industries, things like that. It's just an easy way to, I, I believe like sales is education. So educate yourself, see if it feels like a fit to try your business. Um, our product has a 14 day free trial. So it's really easy to get up and running in minutes and see if it works for yourself. Uh, I love talking with customers that let me know, hey, I had a, a garage door repair company that recently let me know during their free trial, they booked five grand worth of business over tax. Yeah. I was like, okay, so seems like you're going to be a paying customer. They're like, absolutely. So yeah, those, it. those are all, all great ways. And then if you're a Twitter person following me on Twitter at Aaron <laughs> Wykey, um, I'm super active and share quite a bit on, on Twitter. So always happy to connect there. Love it. Love it. And I love the way, <coughs> excuse me, I had a tickle in my throat. I love the way that it's, it's easy. It's easy to implement because it's you're already doing it. So, I mean, it's just a super easy opportunity to add value in your business. So love it, Aaron. And thanks for uh, the 14-day trial. I mean, how, how easy is that to just get in and try it? So go. really good. All right, listeners, I hope you have found a couple ideas that you can add to your business to make you more profitable and to generate the leads easily right because sales is the number one driver for your business you if you don't have sales you don't have a business and if you don't have leads you can't make sales so what a better way to do it in in a text format so love it i hope you found these ideas profitable and um thinking about putting them in your business and don't forget it now it's more important than ever especially with this recession potentially hitting our way to start growing your business don't forget to register for my new masterclass. Remember, this 15-minute training has been specifically designed to help you learn how to grow your business five times or even 10 times the revenue, as well as the value of your firm, so that you're in a great position to sell it someday in the future on your terms. Some of the benefits include more profit, more free time, and an easier-to-run business. Go register for free at 10xyourfirm.com. You don't want to miss this class. And Erin and I would love to hear your feedback. Questions, give us a comment on how you would love to implement or maybe you have implemented texting or maybe what you might wanna add in there. Ask us a question. I know Erin will be happy to respond to your comments and give you some good answers. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to today's show. As always, you can catch Profit With A Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. We're looking, more, we're looking forward to more profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks so much, Aaron. I'm glad you're here today. Thanks, Marcia.